Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your day one recap for the Ryder Cup. Joining me to break it all down, Kyle Porter is here. Hello, Kyle. Not a great day. Not the day that I woke up at 4.30 a.m. to uh, to be out here for. But um, uh, it's not a, it's not, it wasn't an encouraging day, but it was a, uh, a day for a lot of content to be made, not just today, but uh, well into the future as we talk about this uh, this U.S. team. Two sessions, eight matches, six and a half, one and a half in favor of the Europeans. We got off to an early start this morning with foursome. Uh, that did not go well for the Americans. That was a sweep. The first match out, KP, and I want to talk about that first match because it's always – an exciting big event on the first tee was John Rom versus John Rom and Terrell Hatton, Scotty Scheffler, and Sam Burns for the Americans. Uh, going with your emotional John Rom, your emotional Terrell Hatton in an emotional spot on the first tee of the Ryder Cup. Yeah, I mean Hatton and Rom were were awesome. I thought they were actually. I, I pulled the numbers here, uh, which I know you actually you might have pulled them too. But um, Hatton and Rom were the best. European duo in foursomes. They made four birdies and an eagle and shot basically six under. Uh, some of those numbers might be a little bit off just because of the way they, you know, sometimes you get conceded or whatever, but they were six under through whatever, however many holes they played, 15 holes, I think it was. Uh, that's that's tough to go against. I was not inspired by the Scheffler-Burns duo. They just, Scheffler missed an easy, or a, an early birdie, not an easy birdie, but not a long one either, and just felt like downhill from there. Uh, the numbers would say they played okay, but I just, I don't know. There was just never any juice there, which I think is going to be a theme as we talk about all these matches. It's going to be a huge theme. There was no juice there. Sam Burns was was bad. Sam Burns was uh, very awful. And I think that it is probably unlikely that we see him until Sunday. You think he's out all day tomorrow? 
what are you gonna do? I mean, unless I mean, unless they get swept again in the morning, like what 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 scenario are you putting Sam Burns back out there? No, I think you're right. I think it's I think it's horses only now, right? I think I think you had, and we can we can get into this right now if you want. I I did not I did not dislike Zach Johnson's game plan. I thought it <clears throat> was it perfect. No, could could you? People were arguing. Hey, Shuffler, Kepka, and foursomes. Instead of instead of Shuffler Burns, there, there's a bunch of kind of different combinations you could have had. I know you were big on JT Spieth early in foursomes right. for a variety of reasons, which I don't necessarily disagree with. But I mean, even if you go like three and one, even if you lose three three one in the foursomes, you're fine. Like you're fine, right? And they just got their asses kicked. Like they just and the the Europeans were good, but they weren't awesome right no and and so i think there's a couple of things uh even even 4-0 like i think that looks a lot worse than it actually is they were dog the european or uh, the americans were dogs in three of those matches they only lost yeah. one match that they were favored in this is a format they've absolutely stunk at in europe for for years so it's not even that bad to lose 4-0 as long as you can come back and get two and a half or three points in the afternoon, which we'll get to. There was kind of a, a moment there. It felt that way. It's it, it just like, it, it's just the fact that the 4-0 gives you a lot of freedom for, for Luke Donald to stay on onto the game plan. And the early start, the quick start, the quick start from the Europeans just put the Americans into zombie mode. There was no juice. They slept walk through this. There was, they, I mean, it was, it was bizarre. It was like a funeral home out there. It was. And we were just talking off camera. Like, I feel like there's a, uh, man, they just get over here and they just freaking roll over. You know, like, it, 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 like, and I know they're used to going everywhere in the world and getting cheered and getting like, revered and all these different things and they come here and they get a few a few jeers a few boos and it's like they just go they just turtle i mean is it a is it a are they soft like is it a soft like i don't i don't i don't know man like it, it, there was just a and, and i know this is like very ethereal and there's this is like kind of the opposite of what you do which is like there's no data behind it but just watching it being out there feeling what's going on and you're like like show up like be like go out there and, and like lay it out there and just nobody nobody did it nobody does that yeah it was it was bizarre i was we were walking out there and it was just like okay we're all, we're all just watching this movie of the europeans destroying the americans and no one was doing anything to stop it that second match victor hovland ludwig aberg against max home and brian Harmon. flusher's only here for the europeans they won not only the first hole <laughs> They won for the, the Europeans, yes. Uh, and and this was this was the a little bit of uh, not the passing of the torch, but like Victor coming into his own in his second Ryder Cup. Aber getting the. I mean, think about this, right? Guy turns pro three months ago. Uh, has never played a major championship. Is the second group out at a Ryder Cup? It's absolutely bonkers. And I'm assuming we lost KP again, but this was a definitive. Four and three victory for Hovland and Aberg. Spoiler alert, they are going to run this back again tomorrow morning. Um, this was probably the group 
that was by far like the most popular out there, right? I mean, I mean, Victor's like a rock star. Victor's a rock star. Ludwig is like a rock star in the waiting. He's this guy that everybody has built up to be uh, just a, an absolute star. There you go. Yeah. Well, I think I think you said it, Josh. Right? He played in a Norman Regional, and he's played in the Ryder Cup, just months apart. It's it's actually insane. It's it's incredible stuff. So they get the job done, and uh, it, and from there, I mean, so so as that was happening, Josh, Victor Ludwig are winning hole one, hole two. Rom they won hole three. So right there, the first two groups, like momentum is fully on European side. Yeah, and Victor, right off the rip, like the short game comes out again. And so he's chipping in, he's fist pumping. He's like three holes in, he's fist pumped three times already. And yeah. you just kind of felt the ball rolling at that point already. Yeah, he's he's absolutely feeling it. Uh, AP, this, this Scandinavian squad is trouble. Yeah, they're a problem. I mean... <clears throat> Hovind, I think I think Victor Hovind's the best golfer on the planet right now, which that's always going to be a problem. And I think that he does a really good job. He, he's like made for this moment. Like he does such a good job of embracing it. I actually thought he, uh, Josh was just mentioning this. It, it seemed like he was kind of overexerting himself a little bit early. Um, Ludwig seemed like the more kind of almost restrained one, which is crazy to, to think about for a rookie, but. I mean, when Ludwig is making like 20 footers for birdie and Hovland's hitting it like he is, like, I, I don't know. Like, what, what do you, what do you, what do you want? You know, like that's, that's just, that's problematic. Now I do have the, uh, the numbers on them. It was, so Ludwig and Hovland made five birdies and played their foursomes match in three under Homa and Harmon were not good. They made two birdies and played one over. So they were four worse over the course of their match than, than uh, Ludwig and Hovland were. So, again, were the Europeans good? Absolutely. Were the Americans – did they not really give them a game at all? Also true. Yeah, Harmon, Harmon was, I think, uh, a pick to kind of be like this guy who could fly in and be a dark horse and everybody loved him and he's going to be a bulldog. Not – was not there. I did not see much from Brian Harmon. They're running him back out. They're running. Uh, they're running the same thing out. No, J they got JT Speed, as they should. Third match out was Straka and Lowry going up against Morikawa and Fowler. This is the one KP that the Americans were favorites in, and to be able to get Sepp Straka out as a rookie with a uh, experienced Shane Lowry, and this is basically stealing a point. Two and one. This is this is not this doesn't win you the Ryder Cup, but this is one of the ten or twelve things that win you a Ryder Cup. Yeah, I didn't see a ton of this match, but you know, if you if you look at the statistics, uh, both sides made five birdies. Lowry and Straka played it in one under, and Fowler and Morikawa played it in one over. So it was, and obviously, you get a result that gets all the way to seventeen, which was one of the was that the only match that made it to seventeen in the morning. Yeah. Um, yes. They first match played. They got to 15. Second match got to 15. Uh, the last two. No. Okay. So the so the last two got to. Oh yeah, because Rory almost Rory almost made a one on 17. 
exactly. Um, yeah, listen, like, I think for me, it's it, the Fowler Morikawa um, pairing. Again, just where's the juice? Like, where's the. I, I don't know. Like, the only guy on this team who will get in your face and say something, whether he's right or wrong, uh, is Justin Thomas. Yeah. That's it. And so they make what two bogeys in their first three holes, I think, and and they just kind of fall behind the the eight ball and never really. I mean, they kind of tried to recover, but just were never never re- really able to right the ship. So, I don't know. I, I think <laughs> one of my takeaways from Friday, Rick, is the Europeans are so easy to root for. Like they're so likable. They're so fun. And the Americans yeah. just kind of like get out there and slog around, and it's like you say you're looking forward to this, you say you love being here, and then it looks like you're in, you're like can't wait to be somewhere else, you know? The Europeans are like a small local company that you root for and you've seen grow, and the Americans are like big fat corporations, and you're just like, yes. I, like I don't want to give you my money. I don't like the way it's just it's just soulless. It's just it's it's really it was very apparent out there today. I'm not gonna say they don't care. Obviously they care, but it just I, I felt like I was just watching and I'm looking around like guys, are we ever gonna do anything? Is anybody gonna say anything? Are we gonna change? Are we just we're just gonna we're just gonna go with this then? We're just gonna we're just gonna let them do whatever they want to us. Well, and that that's the thing about. I was with JT Speed in the afternoon. Those guys are, are talking. Every like moment you can be talking, they're talking. Yes. And they're encouraging each other, and they're screaming, and they're yelling at each other, at the fans. It's it's awesome. It's like what the Ryder Cup is. And I just – there's just none of that from any of the other guys. And I don't – I don't know. We, can, we will overanalyze this for as long as we cover golf. Um, but – there, there's something to that. And obviously it's fine at home and, and you can kind of be protected by the home crowd, but you got to go on the road and like thump your chest a little bit and, and just don't roll over. They just rolled the hell over in the morning. And yeah. now they're down six and a half, one and a half. And that's why they don't win road rider cups. Uh, match four, two and one Rory McElroy and Tommy Fleetwood defeat Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantlay. This um, it got closer late, right? They they alternated holes. The Americans won 14. The Europeans won 15. 16 goes to the U.S. 17 goes to the Europeans. So this match got extended kind of a lot longer um, than we might have thought. In fact, I thought that Cantlay and Xander put up enough to get run back out there in the afternoon or at least get Cantlay back out there in some capacity in the afternoon. But uh, a very big first win for Rory and Tommy who vibed quite well together. Uh, yeah, they did. Um, this this match was even. It was five birdies on each side. Uh, the, the Euros, I think, were four under, and the Americans were two under. So fairly even. And as a result, you saw it go to 17. Uh, I thought that uh, – I actually thought Xander and Cantlay fought pretty well. But, again, no juice. It's just like – well, I guess we'll play this match since we're in Rome, you know? Okay. <laughs> it's just well, like since, since we since we have to be here, I guess we'll play. Yeah. Rory and Tommy are a blast. Like they're super fun. They're going out first on Saturday against against uh, 
JT Spieth, which will be awesome. And uh, I, I thought Rory was like okay today. Like he he wasn't spectacular in foursomes or four ball. Um, no, but well, it, he kind of he hit a couple. The he wasn't great, but he did hit like two or three like statement shots in the morning. Sure. Um, yeah. And, and then and then he just gets overshadowed by Fitzpatrick going nuts on the, on the first nine in the afternoon. So you almost didn't didn't need him to do anything. But you're right. I mean, and that and what a great sign that is that you're up six and a half, yeah. one and a half, and Rory played like I don't know, B minus. He played all right. Yeah, he played fine. Uh, the shot on seventeen was sweet. It was it was cool, and I think that he, I think he wanted like I think that was an important match for him to. Like he wanted to win that one against Cantley and Xander. He he knows that those are kind of two of the American like guys. And if you take them down, even in foursomes where you're probably supposed to to win a lot of matches if you're Europe, that that can be a real kind of statement for the rest of the week. Rory McElroy made history today for the first time in his career, went two O and O on Friday at the Ryder Cup. That's pretty surprising, right? Yeah, I mean, he's one of the best players in the world. This is what his this is his sixth or his seventh. Uh, uh seventh, seventh, seventh. I think it's yeah, seventh. So he has never out just outright won both those matches. Well, and there it we kind of goes to show you, like, we put all this stock in Ryder Cup records. We just got done saying like he was okay today, okay, and it's the first time he has two zero. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. It's just—it's uh, right. so volatile. We're gonna get to the afternoon, which is which was nuts, especially because you get kind of that in-game uh, partnership, the pairings coming out. We'll talk about that, but first, we're gonna take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And we're back. Okay, KP, so this like the end of the morning session transitioning into the afternoon session is one of my favorite times because it's, it's very chaotic the 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 morning matches are ending and as they're still happening you are getting the pairings for the afternoon and like captains have to make in-game decisions they've got to be out there it's just like a very chaotic cool strategy moment so i i, I love that so we we got the news about uh the pairings that were going to come out 
uh, as things were winding down. And to no surprise, with a lot of blue on the board, first group out for the Americans, Jordan T- Spieth, Justin Thomas, they get Victor Hovland and Terrell Hatton. Yeah, and if it, it, it seems like, like they, both teams stuck with their game plan, right? I, I don't think that they deviated from what they believed they were going to do coming into today. Do you agree with that? Uh, 100% on the European side, and I think that is probably also correct. So, so I don't necessarily agree with everything the Americans have done, but I think they stuck to the plan that they generated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's because I think if I think the panic play would have been to send, like, if you send Cantley Xander back out and and maybe don't, uh, I don't know. Like, it just seemed like, hey, this is probably what we're going to do on day one, and then they went out and did it. And then, I mean, the only play is JT Speed. Like, that's that's your lead off because, and this is, I, I I was tweeting about this on on Friday. The whole reason JT's there is to be the leadoff guy to get up on whoever they're playing to uh, or uh, to get like two up at the turn and to start doing what he did, which is screaming at the guys behind him, literally screaming at them to follow his lead and put some red on the board. And I just thought there was a there was kind of a two hour stretch there where it was like, hey, this, this is why you picked him, you know. And I don't know if he acquitted himself or not. He missed some putts. He made some putts. He did. I mean, he had two putts on 16, 17 that if he makes either of them, they win the match. And he 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 missed both of them, uh, but he did make the putt on 15. So he he was he played good. I don't wouldn't say he played spectacularly, but the whole deal was was 15 where he's got the par putt from whatever, seven feet. He makes it. He's staring down the crowd. He's screaming at Brooks and Scheffler back in the fairway. And you're like, <laughs> like, I. This is the whole thing. Like I, it, I, and I know people don't think that like that stuff matters, but I would dare you to come to a Ryder Cup and still say like that stuff doesn't matter, right? Like, like what? Would you, I mean, this is your first Ryder Cup. What, what was your experience with all that? No, I, I agree with you. The more, the more that I do the data stuff, and the more that I get into it, the, the more I'm convinced that data has nothing to do with it, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's like the more you learn, the less you feel like you know because there is. Yeah. You know, you get here, and especially in this scenario, you know, we had eyes on this match probably in its entirety between between the two of us. And Justin Thomas was try literally trying to rile up the crowd, trying to build the juice. I mean, he made a putt, uh, a two footer on nine for birdie that tied the hole, and he's given the crowd the hat tip, and he's trying to get. He's trying. It's like. Okay, at least someone is trying to to get this back going in the right direction, and it, it doesn't end in a full point. Um, you know, we can talk about if I thought he should have been here and all that stuff, but like this, it is kind of what you need, especially when your partner. I mean, Jordan Spieth was was bad. He didn't he yeah. gave him no help. I mean, literally did was in his pocket the final four or five holes. Well, he birdied. So to his credit, he birdied 11, 12, 13, and then JT just kind of took over from there. Um, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, because Spieth, Spieth didn't do anything. I mean, he had one – I'm looking at it right now. He had one counting score. That's when they were both out to the right on 14. They both missed the green. They both made five. So, right, that's the score that counted. We'll get We'll get KP back here. In a second. So here, here's the thing on, on Justin Thomas for me. 
Um, KP was saying I should apologize for saying that Justin Thomas shouldn't be on this team. Maybe I should. But when he's on this team, my opinion is that he has to come out and play early in the morning, play him in the afternoon, because if you could have had Justin Thomas out in group number one this morning, I'm not saying it would have been a different story, KP, but it would have felt a lot different. Yeah, I've gone back and forth on this. I I, I like your argument, and I, I think I disagree with it because I, I don't think – I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, you're, you're you're probably right, but I think, look, like the the hindsight of of judging these these uh, pairings, it's like, what if the U.S. goes two and two this morning, and then you've got JT, you know, screaming and and cursing this crowd to a three one uh, victory this afternoon, and all of a sudden the U.S. is leading going into Saturday. Then it, and Andy's rested, and then it looks awesome, right? So. I, I you, you've I think you've brought me around to that take, but I've I've kind of been pushing back on it a little bit throughout the day. Yeah, and it's it's fair. We only get to do this once. We don't know how the other scenarios would have played out. Now the other side of this, Hatton Hovland, um, Victor continued to play great. He rolls in a putt on 18, gives us one of the biggest fist pumps we've ever seen from him, and and what is going to feel like winning the match. He escapes with half a point. He's a killer. I mean, he's the best player in the world. He's 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 the nicest. Uh, he's the, like the nicest badass in golf history. Like he is, he is, he is turned into this like because he's always been talented, right? He turned pro and he was like one of the ten best ball strikers in the world. But he's turned into like a true assassin, like somebody where if you get him in a singles or even in a in a one of these foursomes or four ball, you're like, well crap like this is that's not good like I, I don't want victor today um man i loved watching him he was awesome with ludwig he was awesome with um with hatton in in four ball and that put on 18 i was sitting out there and i've got i've got lowry like rolling around in front of me just howling at the at the at the sky at the sunset and you're like what 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 is this like this is just they're they're so those guys are so magical in, in European Ryder Cups and uh, and Hovland was again today. Uh, the next two matches were very much the game plan from Luke Donald. He got uh, Ryder Cup rookies out with experienced players. We'll start with the second match in the afternoon. That was John Rahm shepherding Nikolai Hoygaard against Scotty Scheffler and Brooks Kepka. This ends up in a half a point. For each side KP, but there was a lot of back and forth, including each of the final four holes uh, going to one team or another. It ends with John Rahm uh, smashing his second eagle of the last three holes to just, I mean, just match. I mean, he, he chipped in on what was that? What was that? 16. Yeah. It's just these moments, right? You just, you just rise to the occasion you find a way to put the ball in the cup. John Rom did it twice in the last three holes. Uh, he almost went eagle, eagle, eagle. Is there a name for that? Well, Shane Bacon has denoted the eagle, eagle, the American. So if you go eagle, right. eagle, that's an American. I, I guess if you go eagle, 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 it's a American turkey. A super American? Super, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what a what a monster! How many times did you look up and John Rom? John Rom chipped in like five times today. 
Yeah, he, he I think, literally uh, hold out, like, so from off the green at, at least three times. Uh, but it felt like every time, especially in, it, it was all in big moments, right? He was either in a close match or he was, it was, it was to win a hole. It was, you said it earlier. I mean, it's just killer stuff. He's just, it's just so hard to beat these guys. Well, and yeah, and it's, it's just like, you know, you, you get very few, I mean, how many putts do you get to tie or to win a Ryder cup match and Rom just like, I don't it, it it honestly is almost like a magic trick where it's it's it just feels like how 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 is this how can you like how can you and Hovland hit these I mean I was sitting on 18 and I was kind of down the line from their more so Hovland's but I was kind of down the line from both of their putts and uh DJ Pajowski was sitting behind me and he's like is this going in on Hovland's and I was like no no chance like it it, it it wasn't even at an, I don't know how it came across on TV, but it wasn't even at an angle that you're like, yeah, I could see like, that's a fairly flat putt. It'll probably be close. It was like this windy uphill, just both of them were very difficult putts and they just, they just buried. I mean, Roms was going like 15 feet past, but they both, yeah, they just found the cup. I mean, I, I and that's like, that's sort of my point, right? Is like their dogs went out and were dogs and did it. And the U.S.'s didn't. How did you like the Scheffler Kepka pairing? Because Scheffler was the only other one in that two-hour window of a yeah. little bit of U.S. juice. We got like the most juice ever from Scotty. He was yelling back and forth. He was getting it going. How did you like those two playing together? Um, I didn't see a ton of them. Kepka played like garbage for fifteen holes, though, right? He didn't well, make a birdie. Was- in- there, there was a stretch. I think it was. It ended up being ten holes where they didn't use his score at all. Well, they didn't use his score, and he didn't make a birdie until like fourteen. And then he birdies yeah. fourteen. He birdies fifteen, and he birdies eighteen. But he was disappointing. I mean, you like, can't have your five time your five time major winner go out and and not make a birdie and four ball till fourteen on an on a fairly easy golf course. That's that can't happen. Uh, McIntyre and Justin Rose uh, get a half a point against Max Homa and Wyndham Clark. Again, that half a point is not going to feel like a win for the Americans because the Europeans won three of the final four holes, and including when Justin Rose walks off on you and starts pointing pointing fingers, you you, you know you're you're in big trouble. So another half a point stolen by the Euros here. Yeah, it was. I mean, uh, Homa and and Clark were the most solid U.S. team, probably for the whole day, like just consistently. But man, they kicked it away at the end. Nobody hits the green on seventeen. You got it. You you have to hit the green and make a three there, right? It's not. It's a long hole, but it's not. It's not so difficult that you that one guy should like that both guys should be missing the green and making four. Like you have to make a three there. You have, you just have to. I mean, like, that's you're not going to win the Ryder Cup if you're if you're kicking away matches like that, right? And, and this so was, this, this was the last one to end chronologically. So we were like getting ready for HQ and all that and whatever. Did Wyndham Clark shank one on eighteen? I think into so. The, into the crowd over there. Yeah, I mean, eighteen was. And you just knew that Rose was going to make it, and they were all going to scream. And 
Lowry was going to be on his back, just howling at the at the sky. It was just, it was a nightmare for the U.S. the whole day. Uh, well, the final match actually ended pretty quickly because Rory McIlroy and Matt Fitzpatrick <laughs> destroyed Colin Morikawa and Xander Shoffley thanks to Matt Fitzpatrick making one, two, three, four, five birdies in a row. They won all of those holes, and then uh, McIlroy made a birdie. They won that hole. So the Euros won six of the first seven holes. Uh, this was never close. Yeah, I mean – Listen, like the Euros were like Fitzpatrick was out of his mind. I mean, he goes four, three, three, two, two, three, and then Rory puts a two on top of him. So they're what eight under through eight, I think. Something just silly. But yeah. I, again, like the Xander Morikawa, like, does that inspire is that inspiring? Are you like, hell yeah, I gotta go watch that match. They're gonna they're gonna be they're going to be going at Rory and Fitzy all day. They're going to be yelling and fist pumping. And I know it's not like you don't get points for yelling and fist pumping, but it just is like, it's just kind of uninspiring. I mean, it just did again, no juice at all. And, and you can't, you can't go on the, I mean, these guys get juice at home because there's a home crowd, right? Like that's where the juice comes from. And they kind of react to that. They kind of play off that. And if you don't have JT here, you have literally no juice. Like there's nothing, and you have you have to be able to go on the road and generate your own your own stuff. How many times have we seen Europe try and do or successfully do that against the U.S. and the U.S. is just unable to do it for whatever reason? You know, you know who's a juice generator? Uh, pfft, I you I don't know. Keegan Bradley's a juice generator. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, I, you're, you're right. Like I, I might have to issue an apology for that because <laughs> like the, the, I mean, part of this got, got a little twisted because it was like, it, it was almost pitting some of these guys against JT and you're like, well, no, like I, I can't have that. Like I can't, I can't Jake. I mean, to think today, like imagine JT not being here. That tweet got thrown around a lot. Right. Like that's difficult to imagine, but I think the Keegan thing, especially, you're like, okay, well, if you took Burns out of the equation or Ricky out of the equation, like, okay, you can like kind of, kind of talk me into that a little bit. I think his his season got a little overblown because he didn't, he won twice, but he wasn't that great over the back half of the season. Um, but you're right. I mean, he is a juice guy, and and to take him, uh, okay, well, he is a juice guy, and to take him, dot dot dot. We'll figure out what KP was going to say there. Throw up the uh, the morning pairings, Josh. I'm losing my voice. All right, so um, we got these just a bit ago. These are probably only half hour or so, hour or so uh, live, if you're watching live. So here we go. The Europeans are running out the same exact pairings from Friday morning. They are just in a uh different order so tommy fleetwood and rory mcelroy are going to go out first with victor and ludwig going out second lowry and straka rom and hatton so same eight guys same pairings slightly different order tommy and rory are going to get jt and speed so this is uh kind of what we thought right you're you're running your big dogs out there jt and speed played well enough to to, to get another crack at it they're going to go out first they're going to try to take the emotional stance here 
Victor and Ludwig are going to get Scheffler and Kepka. Scheffler and Kepka played together in Friday afternoon, got a half a point. Uh, Max Homa and Brian Harmon are getting the nod again. They played together on Friday morning. They're going to go against Lowry and Straka, and then Cantlay and Xander are going to go up against Rom and Hatton. So again, Europeans going with the same thing. The Americans are swapping out Morikawa and Fowler for JT and Spieth. And then Scheffler is dumping Burns and replacing him with Kepka. Everything else is staying the same. That means Harmon back with Max, Cantland Xander back in the lineup. So KP again, Europeans rolling out something. The Americans making a few small tweaks uh, to their to their Saturday morning session. Yeah, I mean, I, I said it in this tweet. Europe's going going for the throat, right? They're going they're they're trying to get to ten right here, like that's that's the deal and. Um, I think that, man, I think, I think Rom is going to be like, I don't think Cantley and Xander are going to enjoy playing John Rom tomorrow. Right. Like that just seems like a, a, a nightmare for them. And, um, uh, I don't know. Do you think Max and, and Brian, Max and Brian Harmon were objectively the worst, uh, foursomes deal on Friday. Do you think they should roll them back yeah. out there? No, no, that's, that's the only one. Who, I, who, I agree. We were we were talking about like what what are you what are you gonna do like what what are you supposed to do There's not a lot of great options, so I'm fine with most of this. Um, I think I would put Wyndham Clark back out there. Wyndham Clark and yeah. I mean Colin, I guess I don't know. Colin has some, but I just I, there's not a lot of great options. It would have just been Wyndham Clark and somebody. Yeah, maybe Wyndham and yeah, maybe maybe Wyndham Morikawa, maybe. I mean, Max has to be a little gassed. Um, who else is who's who's the other guy sitting? Uh, yeah, there's just no oh, time, there's just no time to be gassed. Unfortunately, like it's just like this could be over tomorrow. They could they could close this out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, technically they could. What would happen? <laughs> what would happen? Would they play Sunday? <laughs> so would they yeah, celebrate? Yeah. <laughs> If they swept both sessions tomorrow, they'd be at 14 and a half. So would they would they celebrate Saturday night and still play Sunday singles? Uh, yes, all of the above, yes. Yeah, yeah because you have to celebrate and there's a lot of money and sponsorship. You have to finish it out on yes. Sunday no yeah. matter what. This, the Sunday singles would be a mess. It would be a zoo. It would, it would take uh, about... Um, it would take about sixty-five minutes to play those matches. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, walk, walk me through the what's the what's the path? Give me the give me the like. I already tweeted Vince, so it's over. But what is the path to the U.S. getting? Like I I need like what is it? Okay, let's let's work backwards. What does it have to be at going into Sunday where you're like, oh, okay, huh. like maybe. So you, you have to split the morning session. And you got to get um, and you got to get at least two and a half in the afternoon ideally three so if you can get if you can get two and two it'll be uh eight and a half to three and a half and then you get two and a half more in the afternoon so it would be six uh so it'd be what eight and a half to six you'd be down no that can't be right no ten, ten, ten to six. six ten to six uh, i think i'd take it it's i mean listen the, the path is very very narrow but I think I would take that because there are paths in which you are just absolutely drawing dead. A lot of them. I, <laughs> most of them. You, you, said it, you said it on HQ. 
this the U.S. has won what two of the last twenty-five foursomes matches in uh, Europe? 20, yeah, gonna... two, two of okay. two of twenty. Are they going to win three out of four tomorrow? They're Unlikely. The best they can do is two. Right. I think you. I think you somehow have to keep Europe at like. You could you could maybe talk me into like nine and a half. If it was nine and a half to six and a half going into Sunday, I would I would listen. I wouldn't be like optimistic, but I would listen. I think if Europe let's, gets to ten tomorrow, that's that's it. Let's let's wrap with this. Okay, if you are you are now trans uh, transformed into Luke Donald's body, you're at the hotel. What what is Luke Donald uh, telling his team tonight? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I, I think, I think you're just, I mean, he was on that Medina team. Right. And so I think he's saying like, don't, don't like take care of, take care of business tomorrow morning, go out and step on their throats and foursomes. This is who we are. This is what we do. We win foursomes in Europe. That's what we do. And if you, and if you step on their throats, then everything else kind of, kind of takes care of itself. So I think he's reminding them of what happened at Medina and just saying, Hey, don't let them get momentum late, like go like Saturday night, you know? Um, I mean, that's what I would tell them. And because there's a, there's a, there's a scenario in which the Europe gets to like 11 tomorrow. And then it's just, I mean, it's basically, they're just setting up the, the singles for who they want to, to end it, <laughs> you know, like who, who wants to, who wants to close this, this thing out. Um, and I think they, they're going to try to do that. They're going to try to get to 10 or 11 tomorrow and not give the U.S. any momentum going into Sunday. Okay. Now you're Zach Johnson. Uh, what are you telling your team, who for the first time in Ryder Cup history went without a full point in any single match, did not win a match outright, didn't win a match, uh, and is down five points after day one? What are you telling your team tonight? Man, I honestly like this would be hard to do because those guys are all peers and they all like um, there, there's not it's it's hard to have a hierarchy, I think, even in a captaincy. But I'm I'm like probably dropping a few curse words, which I don't usually do and saying, like, do you guys even want to be here? You know, like, do you like like. Show, like let's show some emotion in the morning. Let's not get run over. We we murder these guys in foursomes at home. Like we own them in foursomes. We can do that here, but you have to you have to like like show some some intestinal fortitude. Shut some people up. Tell them about it, and get us to four balls in the afternoon. I always imagine these scenarios where they have like pre-cut like motivational videos or like fire like like whatever whatever something that zach johnson needs to show tonight good bad indifferent like it's 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 at his disposal i feel like they've pre-cut that stuff but yeah i mean it's this is this has got to be there's got to be a wake-up call tonight i just i feel like europe is so good at um just seeing the big picture and like embracing it and it feels like the U.S. is just like, oh, we're just, you know, trying to, trying to get to the next thing, and it's just, I don't know, like it, 
Did you did you feel that today? It, I, 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 admittedly, it was a very bad feeling out there. It it was every everyone knew it. It felt like the Europeans knew they were going to run the Americans over. The European fans knew they were going to run everybody over. I, I honestly the Americans like knew it. Yeah, it was like an out. Of, I, I like I was literally watching a movie. Like it was an out of body experience. Like I, I guess this is how it goes. Like that's how it felt. There was just no resistance. There was no juice. Again, I will stop short of saying they didn't care because I believe that they do. But it's like it's that yeah, vibe. It's just like well, yeah. if it happens, you know, if we get smoked, we get smoked. Like whatever. It kind of yeah, and and I don't like I don't I'm not that's certainly I'm not saying that they don't care. I think they care a lot. I think they care about the Ryder Cup. I think they care about. I think they genuinely, for the most part, like each other, and like there's a there was a good vibe throughout the week. But it's like at some point you have to have somebody who like puts a stake in the ground and says like, hey, hang on here, let's go do this. And they just, I mean, JT tried, but you got to have it's got to be more than that. You know, think about. Man, think about even uh, Hazeltine when Rory's like bowing and screaming at Reed and like, you know, all this different stuff. And it's like that gives your team a little bit of hope, you know, gives them something to kind of to hang on to. And they the, there's just a lack of that for the U.S. on the road. And and that's something that until they get that, I, I just don't really believe that the Winter Ryder Cup in Europe. Well, uh, a lot of work to do, especially on Saturday, because if they don't do that work on Saturday, there is absolutely no chance of it happening on Sunday. So anything else, KP, or are we going to go to bed and do it all again tomorrow? Uh, we're going to catch this uh, this 930 shuttle here in a little bit and do it all again tomorrow. Hopefully it'll be a little different than today. Okay. Shuttle time. Uh, Kyle Porter, available on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. Richard Josh doing all the hard work behind the scenes in many different time zones uh, this week. Thank you very much. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. Hey, everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. men's national team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also, just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life, while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger. And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com slash sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing.